In 2 Chronicles 34, we read about the reign of King Josiah. Josiah was a righteous king who worked diligently to bring the nation of Judah back to the Lord. And so in verse 32 of that chapter, we're told that Josiah renewed the covenant with God and he made all who were present in Jerusalem and Benjamin to stand with him. So the inhabitants of Jerusalem did according to the covenant of God, the God of their fathers. Did you catch that little phrase at the beginning of that passage? Listen to it again. Josiah made the people to stand with him. The very next verse just doubles down on that idea when it says that Josiah made all who were present in Israel to serve the Lord their God, verse 33. I suppose, at least on the surface, that sounds pretty good. I mean, whatever it takes to get people to serve God, right? In fact, the end of that verse says that throughout his lifetime, the people did not turn from following the Lord God of their fathers. But here's the kicker. Once Josiah died, they stopped serving the Lord. Their service was not sincere. Oh sure, they had served God, but only partially, and seemingly only to avoid rebuke. The prophet Jeremiah, who lived during that same time, alludes to this in Jeremiah 3 and verse 10 when he says, Judah did not return to me with all her heart, but rather in deception, declares the Lord. Who or what was it that had made them stand in their service to God? Well, it certainly wasn't God. It seems as if it was Josiah, and perhaps the fear of punishment from King Josiah. Which begs the question, Who or what makes you stand as a Christian? Are you standing because of your parents or your grandparents who are making you stand? If so, when you move out or when they pass away, what will you do then? Are you standing for God because you have a lot of good friends in the church? Well, If so, what's going to happen when they move away? Or if they change and you end up drifting apart. Maybe you're standing because of the preacher or the elders in the congregation in which you are a member. Maybe you're standing for God because you're afraid of letting people down. Maybe you're standing for God so that He'll bless you with health and wealth and prosperity. It's an important question to consider who or what is keeping you standing spiritually. You've probably heard the story before about the man who walked into a mega church with a machine gun. He interrupted the sermon and he shouted, Everybody who's not prepared to take a bullet for Jesus, get up and leave right now. And very quickly, a crowd of about 2,000 people shrunk to about 20. The man then shouted to the preacher, There you go, preacher. I got rid of all the hypocrites, now preach on. Now, to be fair, I'm not looking down on anyone because I'm not sure that I'd do any better in that situation. But it does make me wonder what those 1,980 people were standing on. The Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 15 and in verse 1, that now I make known to you, brethren, the gospel which I preached to you, which also you received, and in which also you stand. You see, stability is not found in standing on Josiah's faith or our parents' faith or our preacher's faith or even a false version of faith that will only leave us disappointed and disillusioned. As the children of God, 
we must stand on our own faith in the death and burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Because if it's not God who makes us stand, then that means that anything can make us fall. 